0: This is the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley.
1: Welcome and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley and along with my co-host, Michael, each week we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of last time we talked with author speaker coach and successful entrepreneur anastasia button about the value of public speaking we also spoke with the founder of the trademark factory Andre minkov about how he built a successful business by defining his own niche in the market in our business builder We gave you tips for evaluating your one-on-one and small group coaching. Michael, what do we have planned on today's show?
2: Well, first up in our Trends and Insights segment, Janelle will be talking with acclaimed leader, speaker, and business consultant, Debbie Hoffman, about how you can cut through all the market clutter. Next, in today's business interview is with business matchmaker and strategist, and the eWomen Network Managing Director in Vancouver, Washington, Brittany Nelson. We'll talk with Brittany about the importance of networking for success. And in our Business Builders segment, I'll be back to talk about the options you have for delivering your eCourses. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper and let's get started.
3: Up its trends and insights, your insider's look at industry changes being leveraged by today's most successful coaches, authors, and speakers. Today we're talking with former investment banker, now a successful entrepreneur, and creator of Power Up Your Follow Up, Debbie Hoffman. Debbie believes in the power of positive persistence, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Welcome, Debbie.
4: Well, it's so great to be here, Janelle. <laughs>
3: I'm excited for our time today, and I would love to start our conversations by asking our guests to share a current trend that they're seeing that's impacting coaches, authors, and speakers, and entrepreneurs.
4: Well, what I'm seeing out there, Janelle, is that the marketplace is becoming more and more crowded. There's more information, more media clutter, more coaches, more information, and people are just... They just don't know which way to go. And what's happening is as speakers are are at events and they're speaking, they're not following up with folks. So the folks that sign up to work with them, they follow up with. Obviously, they have their name and information, and the person's already expressed interest. But the other people... They're not following up, so there's this whole room of people who could potentially be interested in the work that they offer, but they need more information. They need to have a further conversation, and so speakers are saying, oh, I'm not getting clients, my speaking hasn't been successful. It's because they're not following up, so it's, it's certainly the missing piece of the puzzle for so many speakers.
3: Well, and I think it's important for speakers to make sure that when they're speaking, they're offering something of value, so people do want to opt in to sign up. Um, And also the other thing I'm seeing, and I don't know if you're seeing this, is when you do follow up, people aren't responding. It's taking, you know, three, four, five times, and sometimes they're still not responding. So I think it goes the other way, too.
4: You know, I'm smiling because most people don't know this, Janelle, but it takes a minimum of five contacts for the average person to say yes to doing business with you, not even returning the phone call, but just say yes to doing business with you. And a lot of experts say it can be eight to 12 touch points so people are not getting back for various reasons, and a lot of the time it's because they're just busy. It's not that they're not interested, but they have a stack of to-dos on their desk, and they're going to get to the most pressing items first. So it's not that they're not interested, it's just that they, you need to get to the top of their awareness. And because most people are not following up, only 8% of entrepreneurs out there even make that fifth contact, which is staggering to me. Mm -hmm. And so if you're one of those 8%, you're going to rise above all the competition, and people are going to go, wow, you know, Janelle must be really serious about her business because she keeps calling me. She's really passionate. I need to check out what she's doing. So it will get people's attention when you keep contacting them. And it shows that you're professional. It shows that you are serious about your business and that you have something of value to offer so that 's where people get all messed up because they think they 're being pushy or salesy, which is a whole other conversation
3: no i i agree I agree. I also find that a lot of things are going to spam they 're getting filtered out and People are missing some things that I think are probably important. I know I have a process for some things I do where I do multiple follow-ups and I have a way of, you know, putting the subject line. And oftentimes people will say, no, I didn't get your first or second email. You know, I did get this one. I also pick up the phone and usually just get voicemail, but leave a message and say, I'm following up to the email I sent. You know, I'd love to have a conversation, and I find that helps a lot. Um, I don't think a lot of people do that either.
4: You know, I'm so glad you brought that up, Janelle, because I'm an old-fashioned girl, and I like to pick up the phone as my first contact, actually, because of what you just said. Emails are getting lost. They're going into spam. People aren't seeing them. But as far as I know, people are still listening to their voicemail messages. And again, you'll get... In front of people, you'll get their attention. You'll rise above all the other to-dos that they have. I actually had a situation where a woman was following up with me about having a booth at a networking event, and I wanted to do it, but I was so busy that week, and I didn't know when the event was, so there was no urgency. And she kept calling me, and I was like, "Oh my God! Finally!" I was like, "I got to call her back because I I was interested, but Mm -hmm. I was busy." And when I called her back. I actually signed up for the booth, and it ended up being an amazing experience for me, but she didn't mention what the date was and that there was a, a time thing here that I needed to be aware of, so that's also something important when there's some sense of urgency. You have to leave that in the, in the message, but because she called me, she kept rising up uh, on my to-do list, and finally I just thought I got a her. so that's why phone messages are so much more valuable than email emails.
3: I agree. I agree. And one other thing I find, and I talk to people a lot um, when I'm networking and coaching them, to make sure that they're blocking in time to do your follow-up. After you go to an event, after you're doing something, people often say, like, like you said in the beginning, they're not getting business, they're not getting... The follow-ups, but I find that people go from event to event to event, and they have this stack of cards sitting there, or they think that everyone else is going to do the follow-up, and we need to do our part, but you need to build that into your schedule, because otherwise it's not important.
4: I am gritting from ear to ear, because exactly what you just said is what I say over and over and over again when I speak to people. It's just so amazing. Like, did you listen to my webinar? <laughs> it's just, it's like word for word for word. So you're absolutely right. People are not blocking out the time, and they'll make everything else a more of a priority than the follow-up because sometimes the follow-up is not fun for people. They fear rejection and all that, so they procrastinate and put it off. So I recommend people put in their calendars, block it out, follow-up time every single day to be consistent with that, and it makes all the difference in the world because – you're making an appointment with yourself and if you take it as seriously as making an appointment with a potential client or a client then you'll make sure it happens and you won't get distracted so that's really key and when you first you know they are going from networking event to event they're not getting results so many people because they're not following up, and it's just really great to have contact with people after the event. The event is not where you're going to get the business done. That's where you first meet the people, and then the follow-up with is where that connection is nurtured and that relationship is built, and so people are not doing the follow-up. They're not doing the one-on-one coffee meetings. They're just getting discouraged because they're not getting business when they show up there, but that's not where it happens. That's where it starts, so... People are. There needs to be a mindset shift around around networking and follow up, for sure.
3: I absolutely agree, and it is about building the relationship. Um, I really encourage people to take advantage of opportunities when they're going to a networking event to maybe meet someone before or after because they're already dressed they've already driven there they you know to really leverage their time and, and I encourage people also to really look at their networking ROI um, and It's interesting because I talk to people a lot of times and they'll say, well, you know, I can go to a free event and not pay to go to an event and I always ask them what kind of results are they're getting. because I think people often forget that their most valuable, the most valuable commodity is their time because they can't get it back. So it's important to look at who you're meeting and then what are you doing with it? Because why keep going to it if you're not going to do anything with the leads and the connections?
4: Exactly. Exactly. And what you know, when I work with my clients, we really talk about the conversation to have when you meet somebody at an mm-hmm. event, so to not make it all about you, and to see how you can give and help and support the other person, and and make a difference in their lives, and that really creates the connection. And then specific questions to ask when they get together for the one-on-one coffee meeting because it's really important to always make it about the other person um, to create that trust and connection and rapport. And that's also an area where people are kind of messing up. They're, they're making it more about them, and it's, it becomes a turnoff because everyone's so guarded these days, Janelle, about people selling stuff to them and pushing their stuff on them, and the guard, you know, the guard goes up, and, and then there's no connection.
3: I No, I absolutely agree. And it really is focusing on the other person. And that's why I love you and my network so much, because we teach people how to have those conversations, how to meet people, how to connect. And then I love what you do, because I think then that's the next piece on how can people follow up? How can people build those relationships? Because it really is a skill. It's not something that feels natural or um, for most people, it's not intuitive. And I think having the support to be able to do it makes a big difference.
4: It does, it does, because there's, like I mentioned earlier, there's so many fears and limiting beliefs and stories that stop people from following up, and if, if you can get over that and realize that follow-up is about being in service to people and showing that you care about them, it changes everything, and it turns follow-up into being something really fun, um, and we are feeling connected and, instead of dreading it and feeling like you're repelling people. So... It's definitely a mindset shift, and that's what, you know, I'm really trying to create a new, a new way of looking at follow-up and sales because the follow-up process is the sales process. It's the whole process from before you leave the house all the way to getting the yes or the no and even beyond that. And so it, it definitely helps when people are educated and they, they understand what it takes and then they don't feel like they're being pushy because they know it's going to take at least five contacts to uh, To have that person say yes to working with them, so it's just a journey that um, people are going through, and I'm I'm hoping to shift the way everyone looks at sales and follow up. Like this is this is follow up for the new millennium, is what I like to say. You know, it's just it's just a new heart based servant leadership type way of, of um, following up with people and 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 getting more clients and making more money and growing your business.
3: Very nice. So if our listeners would like to learn more about you or what you do, and they're interested in learning more about follow-up, how can I connect with you?
4: The best way to connect with me is to go to my site and request my free report, which is four hot tips to power up your follow-up. And you'll receive this beautiful Uh, report right away, and ongoing weekly follow-up tips. We call it Follow-Up Friday. So every Friday you'll receive a tip. So it will keep follow-up top of mind and help you to grow your business and integrate these skills into your daily life. So the link for that is PowerUpYourFollowUp.com forward slash free report. So PowerUpYourFollowUp.com forward slash free report
3: perfect thank you and I can't wait to see that thank you so much for your time Debbie
4: thank you so much for having me Janelle it's been very fun
3: we need to take a real quick break but stay tuned when we return it's our success interview you don't want to miss it this is Janelle McCauley and you're listening to turn knowledge to profit
0: creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you.
5: Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of E-Women Network. Are you ready to step into all of your greatness, to release the confidence that lies within, to stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our E-Women Network International Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year on August 4th through the 7th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you To share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Our world renowned speakers will teach, inspire, and motivate you to greater heights. Plus, the food, the fun, and entertainment at the best party in town will rock all of your senses. Look, No one makes it alone. So it's time to stop trying to be the COE, the chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. The eWomen Network Conference is the perfect place to make that happen. Register at eWomenNetwork.com.
0: You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to
3: Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. Today's success interview is with business matchmaker and the eWoman Network Managing Director in Vancouver, Washington, Brittany Nelson. I'm excited to have you on our show today, Brittany, and to have this conversation because I know you've got so much to share. Welcome.
6: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and share with everybody today.
3: Well, I love that we have so much in common between eWomen Network, and I know you've done a phenomenal job um, building, building your chapter and doing that, and I love that you're considered a business matchmaker, and that's what you do in your business, and there's such great alignment in that. Um, I'd love to have you start and share with our listeners just a little bit about your business, how it started, and how it's evolved to where it is today.
6: Perfect. Well, I started really with my business out networking, meeting lots of women and men, but mostly men, women in our community and just telling them about my business. So, through my business, I really enjoy being a business coach and strategist and helping business owners really dig into their business and figure out what strategies are working, what strategies are not working what strategies they may have never been aware of that I can bring to the table to share with them. And so while I was out networking for many years and meeting all these great women and men in our community, I realized that a lot of my business owners needed credit card services or a CPA or other business services that I did not provide. So I started becoming this Wonderful business matchmaker, and I would send my business owners to the CPA, and I would send people to the credit card processing, and I would send people to a life coach and other resources that they needed. And along the way, one of my gals in my networking group said, You're like the perfect business matchmaker. And from there, my brand has formed into the business matchmaker. And I love now with eWomen and that alignment that through my networking group with eWomen. I get to help really match other business owners, either within eWomen or outside eWomen, or for my members to help them with new clients they're looking for, new speaking opportunities, obviously new power partners, and sometimes new clients through all these relationships. So it's really evolved into a full-fledged, Kind of concierge service, I would say, for small business owners to help them in any aspect of their business they need. And if I can't help them with the service, I definitely have people that I have vetted and gone through a qualification process with to make sure that I'm sending them to really high quality women in the community to help them with their business.
3: I love that because I think as business owners, so often there are so many things that we need. Oftentimes we know what they are, but there are other times we don't. But even once we identify what they are, we don't even know where to start to find that right resource or who to go to. And that's one of the things that I love about E Women Network. And you know, I love that it's in such just perfect alignment with what you do as a coach and strategist that they really mesh very well together.
6: Exactly. It was the perfect alignment, and it really just worked out, and perfect timing in my business. And it really has catapulted my business and taken it to a whole new level. So I know that that alignment has worked on all aspects of my business, which I greatly appreciate. And I'm seeing that with other members and women that are in our community of e-women, and I just love seeing the success and the you know, community and the involvement of everyone coming together and watching business owners blossom or gain new business, and it's just been wonderful to watch and see that alignment really work together.
3: Absolutely, and I know you and I have talked about the power of networking and making those connections, and I think that's an opportunity that people often miss because they think, well, you know, I'm going to talk to this person but they really aren't my ideal client and I think people sometimes miss that while someone you're talking to may not be your ideal client, they may know someone who is your ideal client or his a perfect connection. And I remember when um, you were looking for a speaker for your chapter, and I made a connection for you, and then that person had a connection that you had been trying to get to for a while. And it's just that perfect alignment, and neither one of us could ever have predicted where it was going to go, but it's about building the relationships, meeting people, people and just having kind of the belief and faith that the right connections are going to show up if you do the right thing.
6: Absolutely. And I think if you go into networking groups with that core belief of just building great relationships and giving first and taking care of the business owners that you meet along the way, it always comes back to your business in clients or sales or other opportunities, marketing pieces, Um, for me, like you said, with some of the great connections that I've made, connecting with you, some great speaking opportunities. So sometimes, you know, I know people are scared of going out and networking or they're worried about if I go out and network today, what will my return be today? And sometimes the return on your investment of your time and these events come down you know, months or years later, but as long as you're out there always planting those seeds and meeting new people and really building great relationships, networking has definitely been my core piece to my business, always, and it it's really paying off, and it always comes back to me and always um, keeps that funnel of sales and clients and relationships going in my business. So I... I truly believe at my core that networking is the best thing I can do for my business and it has been the best return on my investment in so many aspects of my life.
3: And I agree, and I'm not, that's kind of the mindset that I'm trying to get people to shift, but I think one of the things that you do really well and that it's an opportunity for some people to, to learn is being really clear on your expectations, being really clear on who you want to meet, who are you looking to connect with, and I know that's one of the things that we really teach at the Women Network. But when you're asking and saying every person is my ideal client, while that could be true, the one thing I've learned is the clearer you are and the better you are and can get in painting that picture of who you want to meet or who do you love working with. Because I mean, everyone could be a potential client, but there are people that we're passionate about. and We've talked about it before about staying in your zone of genius, really focusing on those women that you love to work with and can really help. And by doing that, that's the best place to start versus being very generic because then it's hard for people to make that connection.
6: Absolutely. So one of my examples is, you know, a lot of times you'll be at a networking event and you hear someone that's in skincare, and they say, my ideal client is everyone with skin. Well, that's everyone. But maybe more specifically their ideal client would be, you know, women with skin that are... Between 45 and 60 and starting to see age spots and wrinkles that they don't want to have visible to the public or Mm -hmm. in their professional photos or on stage so that we can go oh well I know three people you know that work in my office or three people at my networking event that are in that age group that have said those key words to me but if we say everybody or anybody or all women with skin our brain just kind of shuts down, like, well, that, that's everybody. <laughs> um, so I think, yes, the more specific you can be, the more we can start to really trigger in our own mind specific people that we could introduce you to or those clients to.
3: Absolutely. And I always tell people, if you tell me everyone, when I go into my mental Rolodex, that's a pretty big Rolodex of potential introductions. So it's very difficult for me to quickly filter that down. But if you describe it like you say, a woman who's between the ages of 45 and 60 who's got these challenges, I can say, oh, well, that's Mary Sue and Kathy, you know, and I can make those introductions. But if I can't get that clear visual, what's going to happen is I'll say, I'll do it later and I'll think about it later. And for me personally, and I think it's something we all deal with, if we can't think about it right now, we put it off and say we'll do it later and then so many other things come up that we never actually do it.
6: Exactly. Or we hear the next ten people in the room do their introductions and we've almost forgotten about, you mm-hmm. know, that introduction.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's not that we don't want to make an introduction, but we get so many things are going on that it just kind of gets lost and the further it gets pushed back the less likelihood there is that there's going to be a, a, you know, a good connection made. So I always tell people the clearer you can be on who you're asking for and also set your intentions because I have found over and over again that I'll walk into a room and I'll meet someone and if they've got a real clear intention, I can connect them to who they need or they'll meet the person in the room that they want to connect with. So it just those couple of things will make a huge difference in the success of your networking.
6: Yeah, I agree very much.
3: Perfect. So we need to take a real quick break. But when we come back, I want to continue this because I'd love for you to give us just a couple tips on what you would suggest for people um, to make those good connections. And then I want to talk a little bit more about your business and how you use what you have to teach um, in products and services and what you're looking to do to expand your business because that's always Um, something that's of interest to our listeners. This is Janelle McCauley,
0: and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you.
5: I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of, or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managing director at ewomennetwork.com. That's managing director at ewomennetwork.com. And let's start the conversation.
0: This is the EWN Radio Network.
3: Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. In today's success interview, we're talking with business matchmaker and the eWomen Network Managing Director in Vancouver, Washington, Brittany Nelson. If you missed our conversation before the break, you absolutely want to listen to it, especially if you're someone who knows you need to network for your business, but not sure how to get the best connections. Um, because we talked a lot about that. And I'd love to ask you, Brittany, do you have any other tips that you might be able to share with our listeners about how to really get connected or some of the things that you've seen work really well through your experience?
6: Absolutely. So a lot of my skills and the things that I have found worked in person at networking groups, I have taken those online online So I am always on the lookout online with the many connections that I have, trying to help them find other connections either here locally if they're flying in or coming to this area or if they live here and really taking people online and connecting them together for referrals or power partners. So I would really share that if you, you know, have been successful at networking or you find that networking is really working for you, to not forget to go online and use the power of social media to keep those connections going all day long and virtually. Plus that has really helped me get out of the Northwest and to meet some great people nationwide to take my business a lot further than Oregon and Washington.
3: You know, that's a, a great thing to remember because I think a lot of times people think, well, I am only local. I'm not traveling. So they don't think about the global reach and how to make those connections. And I can tell you I've learned and made some of the best connections with people that are not even in my um local geographic region just by making those connections and building those relationships and with Skype and Zoom and FaceTime, you can have those conversations and it's like you're in the same room um, because you can really build those relationships and people can get to know you and you can get to know them.
6: Absolutely, and like with anything in networking, it's not always the person that you're talking to, so sometimes I may be having a conversation with a gal in Arizona, for example, like when I've had conversations with you, and you still know people up here in my local area, so it's another way to keep your local area, you know, keep aware of your local area, but you never know who they're going to know that lives right down the street or in the same city as you, even though they may live far away.
3: Absolutely, and I think sometimes, and I know I used to be guilty of it. Um, I've totally changed my perspective as I've really um, learned about the power of, of relationships and connections, but I used to think that if the person I was talking to wasn't my ideal client or wasn't the person that I needed, that I, was, I had a hard time seeing how to expand that reach, but I've learned by asking for the right connections and being really clear on what I wanted I can really talk to them, and they all know hundreds of people, and that was a mindset shift for me, but once I made it, it made a huge difference in my success.
6: Absolutely, and I think that you just never know what that person knows or who they know or how they will be connected, but the fact of the matter for me is that if I come across them online or if I meet them in a room, of 100 people, I was definitely meant to meet them for a reason, and it always comes back into my life in some way. So I'm always just building, you know, the same consistent relationship, whether I think they're going to be a great client or power partner, because I just never know where that relationship could take me and go.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know I'd like to switch the conversation just a little bit because we always get asked, and I love to have our guests share how you've leveraged your time as you build your business, because so many of the coaches um, you know it's it's very normal to start with one on one coaching, but it's really difficult to build a business just doing one on one coaching so What have you done or what do you plan to do to really leverage your time and reach an impact?
6: So something new that I've been doing with some of my clients and that I'm going to fully launch in the new year is I think it's really great when you can meet with your client every week, whether online or on the phone, or even I know with a lot of coaches they are moving to a group setting where you can maybe meet with a group once or twice a month. But something I've been finding really successful here locally and with my local clients that I can meet face to face is instead of meeting with them, let's say, for an hour every week for four weeks, I will go into their business on a Saturday um, when they're away from clients and employees and everything from out from their whole entire week and do a four hour intensive in their business and really look at all their business systems and strategies their income and their financials, their customer service, their social media, all the pieces that they want me to look at. And instead of trying to pull a business owner away from their business every single week for an hour, which sometimes can be really difficult with their schedule, we can knock it all out in four hours, one day a month, all together in their business and really implement some new strategies and systems right there on the spot and then do a follow-up call to do a check-in to see how those new systems and strategies are going. And I've been testing that out here locally for the last um, quarter, and I'm really excited about how successful that is and how it works really well. And you're face-to-face with the person and you're in their business, so if you're local, this works out really well. And they get to know you and you get to know them. And you really can make sure that everything is integrated in your plan. And we just seem to get so much accomplished, and then we have our little check-in calls after that. So that's how I've been really leveraging my time and my result for my clients. So it's still the same amount of time, but I feel like I get a lot more done with them, and then their results are a lot better. So we end up leveraging each other's time and be a lot more successful with those sessions.
3: Interesting. And I think when you ask people questions, and a lot of coaches do assessments ahead of time and they go through an assessment process, but I think a lot of times um, if you don't ask exactly the right question or you don't probe deep, deep enough, um, a lot of things get missed, and I think when you're doing it in person, it has value because you can really see what else is going on. You can see how they're doing it. Um, You can do that, and you can probably leverage that with technology also if you can't do it because to expand your reach... Um, past the local market, technology would be a great solution. But I think oftentimes people say, oh, I have that down. But if you can say, just show me what you're doing, you can see a lot of things that they don't even realize are missing if you're an expert in that area.
6: Exactly. And when you're breaking it up week by week, what I found is that they're working on one segment, and and sometimes you can add a little bit more value with maybe an extra piece that they weren't thinking about. And then you wait a whole other week for the next segment. and a whole So by the time you get to the end of month one, you might have worked on four things. But if you can be there live and local, like you said, or online through Zoom and webinars and different platforms, and you can see these processes and you can work with them all back to back, you can probably get through six to eight segments because they're all interconnected. So it definitely helps you see a lot bigger picture of their business all at one time. And I know for my business owners... They really appreciate it because, as we all know as business owners, our time is very valuable, and sometimes we'd love to get together every week, but we may not have that time or that same time every week doesn't work out or things like that, so this way they can kind of close the doors, be behind the scene with you or be online, and we just get a lot done in that um, time frame, so it seems to work out for you know both parties very well.
3: Absolutely. So what's next for you to, to expand your business? You're doing these um, business intensives, but how do you kind of expand your reach, um, whether people work with you through online programs or um, in more groups? What's next for you?
6: What's next for me starting in January, actually, that I've had planned um, for most of 2016 is I am flying to different cities all across the United States every month in 2017, and I will be speaking and hosting some workshops nationwide outside of Oregon and Washington to really get to know some other business owners and really impact some other local networking groups and women's conferences through some of my workshops in education that I love to share and really take my business nationwide starting in 2017.
3: That sounds exciting. Very nice. I'm excited to watch where that goes and to um, keep track of that. So, how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about what you're doing, or you, and see maybe you're going to be in a city they're in?
6: Wonderful question. So, at my website, which is my first and last name, BrittanyNelson.com, and Brittany is B R I. T T A N I, And you can always find me on my Facebook page, which is also Brittany Nelson, and it will share the cities I'll be visiting and the conferences I'll be at, and I would love to connect with any of you online.
3: Perfect. Very nice. Thank you. And we will have a link on our Turn Knowledge to Profit radio page so they can also connect with you. So as we wind up our time together, can you give our listeners just one piece of advice that they can use to help them build and scale their business?
6: Absolutely. One of my favorite things that I do with my business, um, being a single mom and balancing kids and sports and owning my own business, is really having a great time management plan. So I call it time blocking to time freedom. So I take my calendar for the entire week, and I will block out my follow-up time, my sales time, my new customer acquisition time, my follow-up and my networking time, And then, of course, my family time, my kids' time, and everything in my calendar for a whole week. So when I look at my whole week, I can see what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, when I'm going to be calling my clients, when I'm going to be adding new clients. And it really has added this great balance to my life, and it doesn't feel like I'm working my business 24 hours a day, seven days a week because there's a plan on paper. And I can make adjustments, but if someone says, you know, I need a call back or I want some information or I met them at a networking event, I can tell them, you know, I'm going to call you back at this time on this day because it's already planned. And I'll tell you as a business owner and as a mom and as a coach, the more you can really plan those time segments out and keep to them, the more you'll feel like at the end of your week you got a lot accomplished. And then if you need to make an from week to week, it's really easy to see, oh, I need to make you know some more clients or have some more revenue next week. I need to increase my sales time and my networking time. Or I did so much sales and networking, I need to scale back a little bit and do more follow-up and office time. It has really made my life so much more simpler. It's added a lot of balance. And it really has helped me feel like I'm not thinking about my business all day, every day, which I run across a lot of business owners that feel that that happens sometimes when they go into business for themselves.
3: Absolutely. It sounds like something that um, can support a lot of business owners. So I'm excited to, for you. we 2017 to see how it all comes together. And thank you so much for your time today.
6: Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I'm happy to connect. And thank you for having me on your show.
3: Oh, my pleasure. We need to take another quick break. And when we come back, it's our business builder. So stay tuned. This is Janelle McCauley,
0: and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you.
5: Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to step into all of your greatness, to release the confidence that lies within, to stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network International Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year on August 4th through the 7th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to. Share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Our world renowned speakers will teach, inspire, and motivate you to greater heights. Plus, the food, the fun and entertainment at the best party in town will rock all of your senses. Look, no one makes it alone. So it's time to stop trying to be the COE, the chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. The eWomen Network Conference is the perfect place to make that happen. Register at eWomenNetwork.com.
0: You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network.
5: Welcome back.
2: This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. As always, I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're going to be talking about the options you have for delivering your e-courses.
1: You know, we've been having this conversation with a lot of people lately about how popular e-courses have become. Why do you think that is?
2: Well, they are popular and they're getting more popular by the day, it seems like, and there's good reasons for that. Um, Really from the entrepreneur's perspective, they're easy and they're inexpensive to deliver and if they're designed right, they really deliver a lot of value to a lot of people uh, and they leverage the entrepreneur's time. And there's also a lot of flexibility in how they're delivered. From the participant's perspective, there's really a lot of value there as well because they're a great learning experience. And they can do it from the comfort of their home or their office and really on their own schedule in a lot of cases.
1: You know, I think there's a lot of confusion on the different ways that an e-course can be delivered. And I know we were talking to someone this morning who actually thought it was a lot of work. Can you share with us, Michael, the basic ways that e-courses are actually delivered?
2: Well, sure. There's really three basic ways that you can deliver e-courses. The first one is via email, and that's what I call direct delivery. And that's where content is delivered at regular intervals via an email that includes links to the session files, so they have links to the audios or videos or... Uh, PDF documents or whatever is included in that session or sometimes the email will direct um, the participant to a particular page on your website that has all those files on it so that's the direct delivery method the second one is the one most people are probably familiar with that's the webinar delivery and webinar deliveries um, they're really really popular right now and the content there is delivered Usually through a conference call service or in some cases a conference video service, but mostly these are done audio and it's a conference call and it's a regular interval. So it's scheduled, let's say at five o'clock on Monday, every Monday for five weeks. And so that's the webinar version, the webinar delivery model. The third one is uh, an online platform delivery model. And this is where you make use of a third party online platform that's specifically set up to to deliver training. So the client logs into the platform with the, the code that you give them, and they have all the material there, the audios, videos, documents, whatever it might be, and they can access those at their own pace. And so those are really three different models. Uh, Most people are familiar with the webinar delivery model, but there are a lot of folks that are using the other two as well.
1: That's really interesting to talk about the different ways to do it. And when you're coaching people, I know you talk about the different options, and each one has pros and possibly some cons depending on... Um, what the person is trying to do, then you can help them select the best method. And it's nice to have that evaluation of what's available, what do they cost, and then again, the pros and cons, because then someone can make a really good informed decision about what's the best for them. So how does someone select the best (laughs) delivery method for them?
2: Well, as you said, there's a lot of pros and cons. Each one has some real benefits and each one has some things that it doesn't do so well. So let's talk about each one individually. So if you, if you go to the direct delivery model, this is the one where you send emails to the, the client or the participant on regular intervals and you deliver all the content that way. Uh, the big advantage is that there's no cost and basically you're just sending them emails so that you don't have to pay for any additional services or anything like that it requires really very very little setup and once it's set up it's almost um, requires no time from the entrepreneur because you basically uh, if you sort of if you think about it the person signs up for the course they are uh, put into the email stream and then the emails if you're using some type of contact manager the emails just go out once a week or every other day or whatever the period is that you want to use and they just get delivered automatically so there's really no additional time that you spend the downsides are that you really don't have any ability to do anything live and people really like live interaction. They like to be able to ask questions. They like to really interact with you as the expert. And so you can't do that with this method. And um, since participants do it on their own there's uh, a likelihood that many of them may not complete all the materials because they they get either tired or they lose interest or whatever the issue might be. But uh, usually when you leave people on their own to do a course um, they only make it part way through. So that's the downside. Now, as far as the second one, the webinar delivery, um, here the cost can be very minimal or even zero as well. A lot of people use free conference services. I know for our um, our uh, offerings, we use uh, freeconferencehd.com, and it works great. Um, there's every now and then a few technical glitches, but you know, by and large, it works really, really well, and it's free. Uh, requires very little setup, and it can be done live or recorded, so that's a real advantage for the entrepreneur as well as the clients. Um, You can pre-record the sessions or what most entrepreneurs do is they do the session live and then they take questions and, and provide answers and discussion at the end of each session. So that's certainly an advantage. Um, on the downside, um, you know participant materials still have to be sent separately. So if you're going to send worksheets or, or exercises or Assignments or whatever it might be you have to still send those by email um, And it's difficult sometimes to monitor who's actually in each session and who's not and so that's a little bit tricky for, for the entrepreneur and sort of the, the big downside of this one is that if you're doing it live you have to be available At the given time every week to do it, or at the given time, whatever the period might be. And so that's a real downside. You have to sort of schedule that into your your time. The final one, the online delivery platform, um, there's some cost involved with this. So that's a downside. You know, some, you can, as little as $30 a month. So it's not a lot, it's not a huge amount, but it does go up from there depending on what kind of capabilities you want. But the, the real advantages are that you can track participant progress through each of the, the sessions you have. Uh, participants can proceed really at their own pace. And you can make new content available on a, either when the, the client needs it or on a, a calendar or however it might be. The downsides are that it does require a little bit of setup and there's that monthly subscription fee I talked about. So you can see that each of them has uh, real good, great benefits, but they also have some downsides. And so it's a matter of picking the one that's really right for you and your clients.
1: And I do know from all the research that you've done is none of them are really difficult um, to implement. Now, I don't recommend that people go out and try to figure it all out. That's why you reach out to an expert, like Turn Knowledge to Profit, or someone who does something you know very similar. I think it's important to understand what they're trying to accomplish, what they're trying to do, and you're very familiar with the different e-course delivery models and helping people decide what's best for them and taking their content and getting it uploaded and getting it into the system so that they can start teaching, they can start delivering their message versus trying to understand and learn the technology because that's really what holds people back. We were talking to someone and she just says, it's so complicated, I don't have the time. When you're working with someone like Turn Knowledge to Profit it really simplifies the process and saying that you don't have the time really goes away because we're doing the heavy lifting for them. So they just provide the content. We put it together. They start teaching. So they're doing what they're an expert at.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's really an important point is that we are familiar with all those different platforms, the pros and cons, and we can look at your business, we can talk with you and and talk about your clients, and we can give you some recommendations for what would be the best delivery method for you. And if you choose uh, any of those methods, um, we can make those happen, really. And uh, the way to look at it is, you know, can you do it on your own? Sure, I mean, it's not that hard, you can do it on your own, but do you really want to spend a lot of your time learning how to use a platform or learning how to, the ins and outs of a delivery method when you're only really going to do it once or twice probably in your lifetime. You're going to create a few courses and that's it. Well, we do courses day in and day out. So for us to, if let's say you use the online uh, delivery platform, um, for us to know the ins and outs of a product like teachable.com or thinkific.com or one of those, it's easy for us, but it would take a little bit of your time to learn how to do it, to upload one course, two courses, maybe three courses in your entire lifetime. So it it just makes sense to have somebody else do it for you.
1: Absolutely. So I challenge all of our listeners, if you've been thinking about developing an e-course, let's connect. Let's have a conversation and see how we can support you. And if that's not what you're looking for. We can at least give you some ideas and suggestions on how to get started. But I think you'll find it's very economical and you can have your course up in as little as four to five weeks and actually be teaching and making money Delivering your message, which is what it's all about, making that bigger impact. Connect with us at Turn Knowledge to Profit on Facebook. Visit our webpage at turnknowledgetoprofit.com. And if you'd like to set up a conversation, email Michael at TK2P.com. That's Michael at TK, the number two. Dot com and let's get going creating your course so you can get your message out there
2: you know this has really been a great conversation i want to thank all of you for joining us today on turn knowledge to profit again i want to remind you to visit our turn knowledge to profit page on facebook and share your questions your insights and your ahas and also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit If you have an idea for a future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week.
0: Turn knowledge to profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need. To earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.